Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Man Up Already podcast. And as always, super excited to have you here today. My goodness, so much has happened since our last episode. And um, man, there's a, there is a theme running through all of this that I want to discuss. Um, you know, the podcast kind of centers around, you know, things that we're dealing with in life. Like I don't make up this Man Up Already mindset stuff just out, you know, in theory, it's real life, it's raw, and uh, it's what's happening, and then sharing those lessons, um, you know, along the way, just because we know, or I know, that there's a generation of people that need it, and um, I know it can be applied uh, all over the place. So uh, before we dive into our topic this week, um, let's just talk about, you know, social media and some things that have changed for us. First off, you can find uh, us on uh, find the Man Up Already podcast. Really, you can find me, John C. Puritz, on Facebook, uh, Instagram. It's J. Puritz. Uh, yeah, just J. Puritz. You'll find that, capital J, capital P. And then we have a TikTok out there now at, at Man Up Already. So that's where we're going to share the ride along. We're going to have a Man Up Already YouTube uh, page coming up uh, in the near future. We'll have a website. Uh, there's going to be all kinds of fun things happening now that uh, some things have opened up and it's going to be fun. So that's really what I want to talk about is, um, you know, why or, or what's been going on, some things that have changed for us in a, in a really big way. And I wanted to do a, um, a podcast episode just to kind of talk about the man up already mindset and how that applies uh, to life. Also, if you're listening to this for the first time, you can go out to Amazon and find the Man Up Already book. And that's, a, that's, that's what launched this whole thing uh, into existence. So, you know, we, uh, the, the Man Up Already book in there, the second half of the book, and certainly the Man Up Already mindset mantra, the, the perspective, the point of view is that, you know, life is lived on, on four pillars. Like, you know, um, if the foundation is solid, then things are going to be okay. Like, you, you know, when you're building a house, certainly, you know, we just built a new house and, and, you know, that they take a considerable amount of time to make sure that the foundation is, is solid, strong. It's not going to crumble. And I think that uh, the four pillars of life are integrity, humility, authenticity, and morality. And if you stand on those four pillars, I think you're going to live a, a life um, that, that honors God and, and, and is worthy and, and, and all of that. And, and I think a lot of those things are, are under attack. And certainly, you know, they, uh, are, it's easy to compromise them. So I want to spend a little bit of time talking about what it looks like to actually live in the man up already mindset. So pillar number one, integrity, right? Integrity is do what you say you are going to do. There's a great book out there called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And The Four Agreements says, be impeccable with your word. What, what is, you know, do what you say you're going to do? Just, it, it's really simply that. If you say you're going to do something, do it, right? If you say that you're going to show up at a certain time or you're supposed to be at a place at a certain time, if you book a meeting, if you give your word, if what comes out of your mouth says, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, well, then be in integrity in your word, okay? Um, pillar number two is humility. Humility is 
Um, humility does not mean diminish yourself. Humility means it's not about you. It's not about me, right? It, like if you look at the world today, I, I talk to people, you know, certainly through social, and I see an abundance of just talking about themselves. Like this, this is what's going on with me. You know, I I'm in the business world and. And I'll get, you know, I can do this and check out what I can do. And I bring this and I, 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 I. Humility is, it's not this understanding that it's not about me. It's about what's going on around me. It's got, it's going, it's about what the, it's going on with the people around me. Like be humble. Don't diminish yourself. It's quiet confidence. Humility is understanding that everybody's got something going on. And really what most people are, are saying, right, is I, I heard, you know, many, many times that, you know, people got a flashing sign on their chest that says, make me feel special. Humility is not literally you walking into a space and saying, hey, everybody take a look at my flashing sign. It's about others being humble. Pillar number three, authenticity, right? Be truly you. I like to say, bring your whole self to the party. Be the person that God created you to be. Be uniquely you. You know, in, in the book, I talk about there never has been nor there ever will be one of you, one of me. And we have a creative purpose on this planet, a created divine purpose. I believe that every single one of us is created for purpose. So authenticity is stop trying to be somebody else, right? You know, um, everybody's got an opinion on the life you should be living. Everybody's got an opinion on the life I should be living. But the bottom line is, is what life do you want to live, number one? And more importantly, when you go deeper, what life were you created to live? What's your purpose? Be authentic to your true self. And then pillar four is morality, right? Do the right thing. Well, I found this past week, re really these past weeks, having to live in two of those specifically in making some decisions that we made. One is being in, in integrity and being two, being truly, truly me, right? Being truly who we are and living in, in authenticity. So on Monday, after 18 years, we resigned from our parent company that we've been with since the very beginning of our financial business. So 18 years. I mean, that's a long, long time. You establish relationships. You, you, you do th things a certain way. You just kind of get used to them. You're, you, you know, you just, that's, that's a long, 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 long time. And uh, resigning is, is not an easy thing, right? People get hurt with that, right? Just in their interpretation, you can't help, but if you have strong relationships that there's an emotional, um, trauma and, and things that happen during that. But, uh, you know, number one, what you do professionally should not define the human being, should not define the human being that you are, meaning you are not what you do. What you do, it took me a long time to understand that what I do professionally is a part of what I do but it is not all of who I am, right? What I do professionally is part of who I am, but it's not all that I am. It's an expression of who I am. Let me say that again. Most of the time, what we do professionally is an expression of who we are. Like if I was a professional drummer, and I'm a drummer, but I didn't 
go down that career path, right? I wouldn't like when people say, hey, what do you do? We typically go, well, I'm a, I'm a drummer. I'm a teacher. I'm a businessman. Well, okay. But that's not who we are. It's just what we do. And what we do is a part of what we, of who we are. It's an expression of who we are. And so changing your parent company, right? Stepping out from one thing, and we did it to go independent to truly manifest this dream of Puritan Associates. That's our business. That um, that was really hard. That took a long, long time to look at, wrestle with. Right? Do do we want to do that? But on the on the other side of that decision was the freedom that we needed in our lives to manifest, fully manifest what was inside of us. And that had to come out and that could not come out in the way in which we wanted it to under the confines of who we had been. I just gave you a lot right there. That for us and for you, I really believe that for most people, who they can be is blocked by who they are being and the construct of the confines of what they agree to. Four Agreements talks about that as well. I knew that I could not be the man I knew I was destined and created to be as the boy that I was. Go back and listen to the last episode, Kill the Boy. What That whole podcast was me living in the making a decision. Right. But I know that the only way I could be the man that God fully created me to be, and I want the man up already mindset and really the man up already movement is, guys, I'm 52 years old. For those of you that are younger than me, pay attention. It should not take 50 years. Now, that's my journey. Okay. Everybody's got a different journey. But if you can pick this stuff up faster, right? Like there is a, a for all you men out there and women, but I'm talking to men specifically. There is a divine design for you as a man. There is a divine design. And God created you specifically for a reason and a purpose. I know for me personally, that at 52 years old, after everything that I've been through and experienced in my life, I am who I am today at this time in history, at this age, for, for a reason and a purpose. And so for me to step into that and be the man to carry that mission out, I had to make some changes to how the boy was living. And there is a very clear distinction between though you may be 40, 30, 45, 50, 30, whatever, how old you are, and you're a male and you're a man, you may be an adult, but you're still thinking like a child on the things that really matter. Age and physicality doesn't matter. What's going on on the inside? And for a lot of men out there, they're still playing the boy, which is why we got to kill the boy so the man can emerge. And what I had to do was make a decision. We as a family had to make a decision, but I knew as husband and father and man in today's world, that decision had to happen for me to step into that new space of the man that God created me to be. You know, and and as you live this out, so I'm sharing all of this with you guys because this is the man up already mindset. Like I knew that I had to make that I had to pull the trigger because how can I stand here? This is where integrity shows up. How can I stand, you know, 
on stage or talking to you through podcast or the ride along? How could I just talk about the things that I talk about and then not do it for myself? That would be hypocritical and out of integrity. Do what you say you're going to do, right? So if I'm sitting here talking about stepping up in those moments and right, doing what you say you're going to do and being in integrity, how the hell can I not make the decision that we made? So I had that sitting there. Right. And those things are healthy because they really do help you move. But then authenticity on the authenticity side is I knew that I could not be uniquely me where we were. So I had to I had to pay attention to that. Right. So I just, you know, harped on that for a bunch. But I just want to share some things, maybe spiritually, scripturally, biblically for you. You know, if you look at the life of Jesus, right, Jesus did not come into his ministry what he was really created for until he was 30 years old. So there's a, a part in his three-year journey, right? So he, he, he was crucified at 33. In his three-year or 32, somewhere around there, I don't know right the, the exact age, but I know his ministry was, was three years, that in that three-year period, he went back to his hometown and his, you know, the people in his hometown, they just were like, that's Joseph's son. That's the carpenter. Like, Messiah? Are you kidding? Right? So Jesus wasn't respected in his hometown. And if you're making changes, a lot of the times the people that have known you for who you were being won't see you for who you could be. They only see you as they are. Remember, most people are are living in their own reality, right? And who you are in their reality is what they're comfortable with. When you say, hey, I'm changing the game, that threatens their reality. It's not comfortable. And so there's things like that going on, right? But they couldn't look at Jesus and say, that's the Messiah. They were looking at him going, that's the little kid that was running around, you know, all those years ago. They only saw him for who he was, not who he was becoming and who he would, was being, who he really, really was. So what, what does leaving any kind of situation, right? Changing the game, shaking it up. What does it look like? Well, some relationships are going to end. Why? Because they fear, uncomfortable, right? It's a, it's a, it's a change in paradigm for people. It threatens beliefs. And you can't, you can't hold back in life because of how somebody else is going to interpret the choices you make. Right? Everybody makes their choices. No, I want to make sure I'm very clear. That's not an excuse to go F up your marriage or, or that's what I'm, what I'm talking about, right? Go, go look at the four pillars and, right? There, there's so much. In, what I'm talking about is like, this wasn't me going to my family and saying, hey, we're changing the game and I don't care what you say. No, we, we all talked about it. My wife and our children, they were like, we need to do this. We were all in agreement, but I understood my role in it. As a man, you've got to do that work. You've got to talk to the people around you. You got to, right? If you're married, you got to be in agreement. What is God saying to your spouse? As long as what, what's God saying to you? Like, what's a part of that decision? But when you come to that agreement, when you both say, this is where we think we should go, well, then it doesn't matter what other people think. People are going to make their choices. They're either going to be in relationship with you or they're not. They're, they're going to accept that, you know, unconditional love is, I love you no matter what, right? I may not agree with your choices, but I still love you. And in the social world today, I think we use friend 
very broadly, real friends, true friends, your posse, I talk about that in the book, loves you unconditionally. They're there, they're there no matter what. And those people are rare and special. And when they come into your life, right, here's humility, right? Instead of making it about you, start paying attention to what's going on with them. Really pay attention. You know how you can tell those people? They start really asking you and listening when they ask you about you, what's going on with you, and they listen without prejudice, without agenda. They truly listen and offer advice. And whatever advice you take, they love you no matter what. They may not agree, but they still love you. All right. So I just wanted to share uh, a little bit on that. So we did. We spent months and months processing that until one day it came very clear and, and, and then we had to move, right? So I'll just say this as we wrap up. It's e- right? It, when things are easy, when they're comfortable, that's, growth doesn't happen there, guys. Growth doesn't happen in easy and comfortable. Growth happens in hard things, right? You got to do hard things. You got to make tough decisions. You got to man up already and make those decisions and deal with the hard things that come along with it, right? But if you know, if you feel that pull, and I think God really does let you know, like I can tell you over and over and over and over again, God spoke to us and certainly to me on, here's what I need you to do. Here's what I need you to do. Here's what I need you to do. And it would not go away. And when you learn how to listen, God really does speak clearly that's a whole other podcast. So I got an exercise for you. That exercise is this, right? First off, if you don't have a journal, get a journal. You need a journal. A journal is vital, in my opinion, to success in life. But write down, right? Right now, maybe after right, you're listening to this, right? Write down, who could I be if I wasn't held back? If I wasn't held back, by and fill in those blanks. If I wasn't held back by, and you know what those things are, who could I really be? And I think what you write down is going to write, as you start to write, I think that freedom of setting aside those barriers, I think on the, what comes out on the page is going to be things that are very clearly right, resonating with who you really are on the inside. And I think the answers will surprise you. I know that I've done that over and over and over again. If, if, if I wasn't blocked by X, Y, Z, who would I really be? What would it look like? So stop looking at everybody else's pictures and everybody else's pages and watching everybody else's stories, turning on the TV and watching somebody else's fantasy about somebody else's life and take the time to sit down Say, if I wasn't blocked by X, Y, Z, what would make, you know, what would my life really look like? What makes me come alive? What, what am I about? And then look at the things that are blocking it and start making changes. Okay. And I don't, when it comes to relationships, again, this is not an excuse. Okay. Number one, when you look at the blocks, if, if on that list is people, It's not about them. It's really about you. People never hold us back. Really what holds us back is the agreements about people 
that hold us back. So it's really not about others. It's really about you. I for sure was doing a lot of that. And when I stopped doing that, things became certainly clearer. So hope that helps us a little glimpse into the man up already mindset and living that out in life. Um, if, if any, if I can answer anything, Hey, hit me up, right? Find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram, shoot me a message. Um, and, uh, let's connect. And if I could support you on your journey and in any way, um, you know, let's, uh, let's discuss that, but hope you're well. Thanks for tuning in guys. And we'll talk to you soon.